by split decision. Yes, hello, welcome to Split Decision UK. This is podcast episode number nine, first episode of 2019. We've had a bit of a break and we are now back with a vengeance. As always, beside me is Matthew Clark. How are you doing, Matthew? How was your New Year, Christmas? Get the obligatory questions out of the way. It was good. It was good. It was quiet, family, ting. You know how it is. Yes, yeah, of course. Keeping a low profile now. I'm just over the boozing and eating crap and then classic New Year, New Me. Yeah, it's grounded down. Going on already. <laughs> nice. And like yourself, you're in Thailand, so... Pretty good. Yeah, so I've got to Thailand for two weeks. Day after Boxing Day, we left. I got back on Thursday, so... Pretty good, went to Bangkok for a few nights, then flew to uh, Koh Samui. We were meant to uh, then fly to Krabi, but there was a bit of a, um, bit of a cyclone there at the time, so that hit well, hit us sort of uh, partway through the holiday, uh, which scuppered our plans a little bit. We ended up spending the whole day inside the villa with a storm going on outside. Our flights got cancelled, so we lost those. Uh, we'd already paid for the hotel, so we lost those, so we had to book somewhere else. So we ended up staying in Samui, which, to be honest, not the worst place to be. It's still like a, you know, like a idyllic, scenic uh, island. So we spent a couple of days on the beach and, uh, yeah, went to see the elephants and stuff like that. So could have been better, a little bit stressful at times, but still nice, good break, lots of boozing. So a bit like yourself, I'm uh, over that a little bit at the moment. Yeah, you got work tomorrow, ain't you? Back to work tomorrow. Buzzing for it, I imagine. Well, it worked out. I had, I had three straight weeks off of work. Which, really? Yeah, it was amazing, really. Just with the Christmas stuff. but uh, The ultimate come down tonight. I know, I know. I'm not looking forward to that at all. It's going to be horrendous. But... Walking to work with a little grey cloud over your suite. Yeah, and, and a literal grey crowd. Obviously, we've had a, a lot of sun, so I'm going to have to put the layers back on tomorrow, get my coat back out, dust that off. So... Not looking forward to that at all, to be honest yeah. with you. But while we was in, while I was in Thailand, we had UFC two three two. So I know we were talking beforehand. And luckily, I managed to find somewhere to uh, watch it. So I went out boozing the night before. <laughs> got up seven o'clock the next morning. Made my way down to a sports bar on my own. Found a table and sat in there for five hours on my own and managed to watch the whole of the two three two card. See that that's that's commitment. He's on holiday and he's uh, taking time out of his recovery period to. To get his knowledge up about uh, 232 and the UFC so he can provide you fans his insight. Yeah, well, it was a big one. So um, if it was something else, anything Sacked else, it all day, yeah, I would have yeah, left yeah. it alone. Yeah, definitely. But there was no chance I could miss this one. And um, yeah, one of those ones where you want to see it live, really. Yeah, unfortunately, I think we're a bit late to it because of uh, when it was and we haven't been able to do a pod since. But we should definitely cover it. I think so. Yeah, I think like you say, we are, in there, no? we are a little bit late, but we might as well. Yeah. So we start with the main event. I think that's the... Big one, we have to start there. Yeah, well, we were saying earlier, weren't we, that the news broke the day we recorded the last podcast that the old Pico Grand Gate, whatever it is, yeah, yeah. Olympic size swimming pool, <laughs> yeah. that all broke. It was just a farce, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a proper farce, wasn't it? I don't know if we don't need to get too deep into no, it. No. I think we all know that it's a complete uh, shit show and. Uh, you, you could have a whole episode on yeah. the conspiracy yeah. side of yeah. John Jones and all that. It, it just wound me up in the embedded episodes of him getting filmed buying toys for underprivileged kids and 
It was just all just a complete joke. Ah, it's just a, a con, really, and it's putting it on. But do you watch the embeddeds? No, I don't watch. I don't watch a ton of them. Yeah, there was there was one where Gustafsson found out, so he had to have a meeting with Dana, and Dana went in waiting with Nabisky, I think, and it was just so set up. It was jokes. It was like. Dana looks up, ah, oh, you got you got the embedded guys here. Like he didn't know they were coming to this massive meeting it's, and he hadn't called them in on himself. It was just complete joke. I did see a little clip of that actually, and that yeah, Dana was like, Yeah, it's nothing to worry about. We've got independent testers and it's all fine. It's like, yeah, well. So basically you're saying he can have steroids in his system for the rest of his career. But what are you gonna do about it? Is what it is, yeah. They do, they we all tuned in, didn't we? Yeah, exactly. Glad I did as well because um, well, I was going to say it was a good fight. It wasn't uh, wasn't wasn't much of a contest really. Obviously, John Jones got the win. Um, bit of a masterclass really, wasn't it? I think he's come out and said he's in rematches. He's always him and his team. They're always much better in rematches because they work on it. They work out where they went wrong, where the other guy's weaknesses are, where his strengths are, how to counter them. And he kind of I wouldn't say dominated, but he uh, controlled the whole fight. His game plan was spot on. Tactics were spot on, mindset was great, and uh, pretty comfortably got the win, I would say. Yeah, I think you've nailed it there, to be honest. I don't think it, it, whether it's Jones shutting him down, but uh, Gus has never really looked like he got going, did he? Not at all, and I was quite impressed with Jones' his work on the ground. I think he must have been doing a bit of work on his uh, sort of jiu-jitsu and his top pressure, but the way he kind of controlled him, took his time, whenever Gustafsson looked to get a little bit of space, he just put a bit of pressure on that opposite shoulder, kept him there, waited till he changed position, didn't rush anything, and pretty clinical, really. Yeah, well, it's easy to get overshadowed by his sort of extracurricular exploits, shall we say, which takes away from how good he actually is, and everyone seems to forget that, and he sort of showed it against Gus, who's clearly the second best in that division, minus Cormier. Yeah. yeah, very impressive performance, probably not probably the most exciting on the card, though. Well, probably superseded by the one before it. I right? think, yeah, definitely. Like you say, there the co-main was uh, just outstanding, really, wasn't it? It didn't last very long. I think fifty-one seconds, but what we saw there was mind-blowing, almost. Yeah, you got to wonder what Cyborg's doing, just brawling with a brawler, sort of getting sucked into that game. But Nunes just looked unbelievable. Well, I think Cyborg must have thought, "I'm too big here. I'm too strong. I'm a weight class above." And even getting to this weight class is a bit of a cut. And I actually probably fall punch for punch. If she wants to do that, I'm the big person. I'll win that exchange, but how wrong was she there? Oh, badly, yeah. I, I know you were struggling at this point. So obviously you had about 45 minutes sleep or something. <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, how are you reacting to it? Because I, I went absolutely mental in my, in my parents' leafy suburb house in Hertfordshire. <laughs> I was going off my nut on my own. Yeah, well, like I say, I was in a bar on my own with a load of other people around, and I'd, I'd kept it pretty sort of quiet up till then, my, my, my yeah. reactions and just taking it in and watching it. But when this one happened, I did literally shout, oh, shit, like, <laughs> just on my own, because <laughs> that was just the moment summed up in a nutshell, really, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, because obviously we know Nunez's power, how good she is, he's a champion, but like, Cyborg don't get beat, not under a minute knockout in the first round, but... Yeah, that was MVP of the night, as the Yanks say. Yeah, that was crazy. I was so impressed with Nunes. So happy for her as well. Our celebration afterwards was just so like pure, wasn't it? It was so yeah. raw and, and, and real. 
Yeah, nah, I couldn't agree more. So likable, they've got to start pushing her, innit? Oh, if they don't, if they don't start pushing and promoting her now, then they're just thick. Yeah, yeah. You got a whole community of the gay community or whatever will be all over it. Yeah, got to push that, innit? Yeah, they got. They should have. They should have done already. They should have been pushing her by now. She should be one of the biggest names in the USC. Uh, I mean, after this performance, it's difficult to say that she isn't. But they need, yeah, they need, they need to start promoting it properly, really, don't they? What else can she do now, though? Like she's had the biggest names already. I suppose Holly Holmes, the only one left. I know Holly Holmes is a bit up and down, but she's probably the biggest name aside from Cyborg and uh, Rousey. Yeah, there's not, there's not a lot left for Nunes in there. She probably just have to be one or two kind of, um, I don't know, sort of average is a bit harsh, but standard issue fighters, and then wait for. Maybe the young blood to start making their way up and mounting serious challenge before she has any real competitive fights again. Yeah, I mean, I can't see how much longer she's going to go, to be honest. No, she's just... It's a shame because she should have had her big, big paydays by now by headlining and being promoted as so against like, Rousey that time. She headlined UFC 200. Should have been pushed after that, shouldn't she? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it is a shame, but as, as far as... Uh, Sportsman, athlete, fighter goes right up there now, isn't she? It's probably the best ever. Oh, absolutely. Easily. First double champ and all that. Yeah, and I think a body of work shows that. Might get uh, against your mate Aspen Lad soon, you never know. Yeah, well, she's fighting Holly Holm next, and that's a tough challenge. You mentioned there that Holly Holm's probably the only uh, reasonable opponent for Nunes now, so a lot could depend on what happens there. If Holm loses to Lad. Obviously, she doesn't get the title shot, but it's probably too soon for Lad to face Nunes, so that would probably be the worst outcome for Nunes in terms of any future big money-making fights in the next six months or so. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, actually. I think Lad would get a title shot beating home. Yeah, I guess it's really so. because Holmes, what, perennial number one, two, whatever, no one really else for her to fight. I don't know. But would Nunes want to fight her? Well, absolute unknown. Dangerous as fuck. Yeah, I think... Um, I don't know. It's not the biggest name. It's not the biggest money. But if she does beat home, she's probably entitled to it. Well, we'll it see, wouldn't we? Yeah, we'll have to see. So what else we got? We had Chiesa. Impressive win against Condit. I mean, I say impressive. Condit hasn't looked half of what he was. Obviously, he's a legend of the UFC. But he hasn't looked great recently. Chiesa got the win. I think the... The actual submission itself, the sort of one-armed Kimura, was the most impressive thing there. It's not something you see very often, but he used his body weight well and sort of in a tight space up against the cage, uh, sort of modified, bit creative, got the finish, which was pretty impressive. Yeah, I liked it. I thought he looked absolutely massive. He so big. He did, yeah. He made lightweight in his time. Um, called out Neil Magny, which I'm not overly keen about. Magny coming off a dominant loss to Ponzinibbio. Not sure what I'm thinking is there, but yeah. Yeah, I guess he's just um, he's a bit of a benchmark, Magny. If he yeah, can beat he's a decent name, and he's probably not wanting to push himself too far too soon, maybe. If he starts calling out the Ponzinibbios and the, and the Teals of this world, that might be a little bit too quick, so maybe he's just being a little bit sensible. Getting the call out out there, which we all like to see. Call someone out, but call someone out who you think is a half decent matchup for now. Yeah, no. You cleared that up for me. Well, yeah. <laughs> well so we had Corey Anderson beat Latifi. 
Oh. Kind of surprising, I thought. Got the decision win. I thought Latifi might get the win there. Yeah, I think it's just standard mid tier, the top sort of light heavyweight fight. No, what? No, they're not going to win the title either of them, are they? No, definitely not. It wasn't the greatest of fights ever. One before that was very impressed with. You had uh, Alexander the Great, Volkanovski beat Chad Mendes in a, a bit of an all-out war, a bit of a brawl there with technique as well. Lots of it wasn't just swinging for the fences. But yeah, Volkanovski second round TKO against the uh, sort of resurgent Chad Mendes. Yeah, I love that fight. He, he looks so good. Volkanovski, the likable bloke as well. Yeah, he's calling out Max sort of really, wasn't he at the end? Well, yeah, I think he's spoken since and said, uh, look, I probably in terms of my rank, in terms of my uh, my record, in theory, I should be fighting someone else before I get to Max. But yeah, he thinks he's a he's a nightmare for Max. Don't stop, does he? Doesn't stop. Takes a punch. Good wrestling. Good wrestling. I think he should fight uh, Zabit. Zabit beats Jeremy Stevens, and that's another one contender fight. Yeah, I think, that's, think a, I think that's a nice contrast in styles, actually. Yeah. Zabit's a bit more of a an artiste, a bit more of a technician. Vulcan, obviously, lots of skill as well, but a bit more pressure, a bit more in your face. So I think that'd be a nice uh, contrast to see how they get on. I'd like to see that over five rounds as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, let them get going a bit. But you'd be keen to throw him straight in with Max, but when you've got Zabit sitting there as well, I think it'd be nice to actually see a good old-fashioned number one contender fight instead of trying to... Uh, Fast-tracking these fighters to champions they're not ready for. I think so, yeah. Get them headline five round on a, on, a, on a fight night. I think that'd be a good one. And maybe throw Edgar in against Holloway now just to give Holloway the chance to... Knock up a ledge. Yeah, clean up another huge name in that division. Might make sense. Is Edgar coming up a win? Or is he coming up in that Ortega pad? No, he beat someone, didn't he? Yeah, he's got a win Cubs in between there. Yeah, I think he might be right. Yeah. No, yeah, I'd give Edgar one more shot. Yeah, he deserves it, doesn't he? I would have, yeah. I would have thought. So what else do we have here? Walt Harris, Olofsky, Harris got the win, split decision. Nothing much to uh, talk about there. Yeah, that's boring. Uh, Megan Anderson, Tiangano, bit of an odd one. Uh, yeah, that's horrible. It was a nasty. That, uh, yeah, that you could get head kick KOs, broken legs and broken arms and whatever. But whenever there's something with the eye, it's just something about it. It's yeah, just, just looks gruesome. Makes you fucking cringe. It's horrible. <laughs> it that is. was awful, that was. And it went, ah, oh, yeah. I'd like to fast forward that. Yeah, I did. Oh, I had to sit there and watch all the replays. Yeah. Over. <laughs> Watching this toe going Yeah, so I mean. Hopefully she's alright because that was awful. And I know she's wearing an eye patch at the minute. And, but I think it was quite bad. Was it? The, the outcome, yeah. I think there's some Bisping styled attached retina going on there. As long as she can see, that, like, hopefully there's no long, long term damage mm. yet. Yeah, you're looking at sort of your everyday quality of life there rather than worrying about whether she can get back in the octagon really, aren't you? Exactly, yeah, that's that takes a back seat for now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she, she has some awful luck, that, that lady, didn't she? She has, yeah. She's is a shame. She could be a real contender otherwise. Well, she's got a win over Nunes. So Exactly, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, hopefully she gets better soon. So Anderson got the win. She's probably the only contender in that featherweight division, but how much that says and how much that shows about her. And her quality, not much really. Nah, because it's, it's not really a win, is it? No, no, it's not really. It is, that, but... You have to consider that a no contest. That's... Almost. It's like they're, they're trying to say uh, why aren't toe pokes the same as eye pokes, and the argument is pretty legit in that you don't have as much control over your toes as you do your fingers, but it's still like a freak injury, in my opinion. Right? Yes. Yeah, I don't think they should be treated the same as eye pokes. She hasn't 
thrown that kick to do that. No. So it shouldn't be a TKO, in my opinion. Yeah, fair enough. I, think, know, I, mean, I think it's an odd one, yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's a punch that's called the side of the uh, eye or whatever and caused a cut or something like that, but a toenail going into the eye that early as well. Yeah. I don't know. It's an odd one, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, don't know. I think by the letter of the law, it was the right decision by the ref because he let it go and then she finished her off. But yeah, in our hearts and minds, we all know that there's a little bit of something. Yeah, as a matchmaker, there. you're not like, ah, oh, Megan Anderson's got to get that next shot. No, yeah, definitely. Knocked off Zingana, no. Nah. But, uh, yeah, like you say, who else is probably to fight? There's only three people. <laughs> yeah. Two and a half. Two and a half, yeah. So what else we have? Peter Yan against Dan Andrade. Yan yeah. looked very impressive. Second round, uh, well, end of the second round, corner stoppage type deal there. Yeah, against like a, some dodgy beat or bell for lookalike. Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. Uh, yeah, he looked really good. He's got a fight lined up, hasn't he? Yeah. So John Dodson. Dodson, which is another step up. I think that'd be a real, real test for him, see where he's at. Yeah, I think Dodson's on his sort of way out slightly, so I, I think Yan's going to walk through him. Oh, I think like so. I think Dodson, he fights too uh, cautiously <laughs> to pick up points, wins. He's not really stopping anyone, so... And Yan just looks like an animal. Yeah, he'll throw him around and just ragdoll him, I would have thought, wouldn't he? Yeah, that was impressive. Was this on the... Uh, this went on Fight Pass, was it? This was on the... No, this was on the main prelims. Okay, uh, that was open with Ryan Hall, wasn't it? Ryan Hall against BJ Penn, yeah. First round submission for Ryan Hall. They have a crazy hill hook. I thought BJ Penn looked alright going like, up to that point. Yeah, I he thought looked... he's just dominating. Well, not dominating, but looks comfortable. Yeah, he looked comfortable. Yeah, he looked and then out of nowhere, apparently he went, turned the wrong way on a hill hook. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know how to uh, particularly break down that submission, but nah. it looked pretty swift, pretty sharp, pretty clean. Looked like he did some damage as well yeah. to that knee. Yeah, I don't think there was too much BJ could have done. I mean, he's BJ Penn, for God's sake. He's mm. a he's a, a well-known black belt, so if he's not getting out of it, it's going to be difficult for anyone else, really. How far do you think Ryan Hall can go in that one-dimensional style? You're going to hit a plateau, aren't you, I think? Probably. You can't just fly in, but people are going to know you're going to do it. It's like Damien Meyer went on a run such as that, and coming to Woodley and then just got shut down. Yeah, I think you could go quite far. And I think on any given Sunday, so to speak, mm. you can pull it off. But when you come up against, obviously, a different weight class, but someone like Woodley with the brains yeah, uh, and the, the patience, the mentality to be clever about it, you will come up short and you'll end up losing a, a decision, at least, because you're not doing anything. Yeah, you're just getting picked apart yeah. on your feet and you're just... Laying on your back, yeah, and enticing to guard or whatever. What is it? So he's lightweight, he, or is he featherweight? But he was at lightweight. Am I right in saying? Yeah, that? yeah. Featherweight, him and Ortega, we've got a good one. Oh, it'd be uh, interesting. I mean, but make them grapple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that might be one where you think uh, Ortega is not going to get caught, so he will end up piecing him up on the feet. Yeah. So it might be a difficult one for him, but still, I think it'd be uh, he's gonna interesting. Have to, Go through these eventually. Well, yeah, he's going to have to if he wants to go anywhere. So, yeah, that, interesting to see where that goes. I like seeing that, them throwbacks every now and again, these one-dimensional sort of guys. Yeah, why not? Just an interesting spectacle. Will he get it? Will he not? Sort of thing. But you've got to match him up intelligently. You know? Yeah, and then eventually, like I say, it might get a bit too much for him. But I like how nonchalant he is and just, uh, it's like, well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> he's an interesting character. Yeah. Fair play to him. BJ, retire, please. 
I think. Got now. Yeah, I think it's when you when you sort of uh, never been submitted before, and now you're getting submitted as well. That should tell you everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sad to see, but such is life. Yeah. What else did we have? So we had uh, the fan of Wood got a big win against uh, Yule. Uh, third round submission, bit of a bit of a dominant victory, very impressive. And then not only did he kind of impose himself, dominate most of the fight, went in for the kill and got the finish in the third round as well, which can only do him the world of good. Yeah, he dominated standing, dominated on the ground. Yule looks pretty out of depth, out of his depth on the ground. Yule could have easily ground out a decision there, so I think it's positive that he went for the back and just chose him out. And he's begging for that London card. Oh, all the cats has got a fight lined up, but not announced yet. Rob Font called him out, so I think that'd be an interesting one. Definitely, it'd be a big, big step up. Big, big step up. Yeah, Rob Font is uh, no joke. He's ranked, isn't he? I mean, yeah, he's like ten. Or yeah, something. He's, he's up there, top ten, top fifteen. So you've got to look at it like it's a fast track for Wood if he can knock him off the pecking order. He's right in there, isn't he? Yeah, and I think it'll be a, a brilliant fight as well. Obviously, most of Wood's fights are. Rob mm-hmm. Font isn't scared to to go blow to blow with you as well. So yeah, that could be fight of the year contender. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, no, well played in. Good win to start the night off nicely on fight pass. Yeah, and then we just had Uriah Hall, bit of a comeback victory, third round KO against Devin Lewis. Yeah, very impressive. He was losing until that point. Yeah, and then a bit of a bomb to finish it. And then, yeah, I think he had an emotional speech at the end. His sister's suffering from depression. And I think he was a, it was a good message he gave out, you know, never give up. His sister's always told him whenever he's lost, get back on the horse, keep going, keep trying. And he kind of repeated that message to his sister and everyone out there. When you're feeling down, when you're suffering losses in life, so to speak, get back up on that horse, keep going. You're going to have these dark moments, you're going to lose fights, whether that be uh, literally or metaphorically. So that was uh, nice to see. Fair play to him. No, good message from Big Uriah. Big win as well. Big win, yeah, definitely. He needed that, I think. Oh, yeah. The yeah. other lad looked good, to be fair, but uh, just got caught with Just got caught. Yeah, he was out cold. That's probably the knockout of the night, cyborg aside. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so we wrap up 2 for 2 like I say, we're a bit late to the party there, but yeah, yeah. might as well go for it, as it was such a big card. So we'll move on to, uh, got a bit of fight news, we've had some uh, announcements, like I just said, Peter Yan fighting John Dodson in Prague, I believe that is, in a mm-hmm. couple of months' time, so that'd be a good one, good test. Who else has got him? Jones has got Smith, hasn't he? Yeah, so John Jones wanted to get straight back in there. Picograms or not. <laughs> Picograms or not, yeah. Licence dependent, approved by Nevada. Well, they put it in Nevada again, haven't they? Uh, surely the UFC are confident enough to announce a headline thinking he's going to sort of get through this one, right? Well, they must be, because if they have to pull the card and put him somewhere else again <laughs> a week out, then they're just a bunch of arseholes, basically. Yeah, that's it? just brainless, but I wouldn't put it past them. No, no, I mean, you know what I mean? yeah. It's just, yeah, that, that whole moving thing, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. But, yeah, Smith, what do you reckon? Well, it's John Jones, so it's, it's, it's difficult to, to see him winning, isn't it? But Smith, knockout power, on a rise. I heard him on, he phoned him to the Bisping show the other day. Okay. Love his personality. He's basically like, yeah, I'm the underdog. No one believes in me, but there's no pressure on me. I'm just going to go out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it me all. I think that's a good attitude to have. I don't think he's scared of John Jones. I mean, John Jones isn't... Uh, he knocked out DC. He's not really going to, you know, end your your life, so to speak. A bit dramatic. But I think it's a good opportunity for Smith. I think he's got a chance. I think he's a little bit unknown. 
learning, improving. He's been in the game a little while, but he's still got steps to make. Do I think he'll beat Jones? Probably not. It's John Jones at the end of the day. But I think he's got as, as, as good a chance as any. He's taking uh, Bisping's win over Rockhold as a sort of inspiration, isn't he? Yeah. It's exactly the same scenario. Yeah. Relatively quick turnaround against a so-called dominant Chandler. Don't get me wrong, Rockhold was no John Jones. But at the time, similar situation. He was on the way to yeah, exactly. possibly be in that. Exactly that. And uh, I, I think he's just got to go in there, win minute, first minute, put him under the cosh and try and land something early. Otherwise, he's fucked. No point trying to win on points. There's no point trying to set a game plan for 25 minutes to beat him. He's going to go in there to try and knock him out in the first round. And if he's gassed at the end of that round, he's gassed at the end of that round. Yeah, that's a fair point. I I think that's the only way he's going to win. And I don't see why he can't. He's got that killer instinct. Brutal elbows and whatever. Just, yeah. I can't see it, but... I'm not ruling it out. No, he's got that chance. I think, yeah, the more the fight goes on, the less of a chance he's got. And I think he's going to have the whole MMA, or 95% MMA world, pulling him on as well. Yeah, definitely. Apart from Luke Rockhold, he's been a bit of a dickhead about it. He is, hasn't he? Who's he? He's been... What's his record recently? Uh, Has he lost his last two? Yeah, two. Struggle through Branch. Yeah. Branchy. Almost got finished. Almost got finished. Before that, was it Bisping? It could have been. Might have been. He's been quite inactive. Yeah. And and the last one, he got knocked out by Romero. And yeah. It's a title shot one <laughs> class above. He's just a fucking clown. entitled, isn't he? When uh, he was on, not, not when he was on, but when Smith was on Bisping's podcast, it was just basically a, a hate Luke Rockhold phoning. Yeah. Brilliant. They were just fucking playing off each other. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. And I think Bisping got this shot for uh, Anthony Smith a little bit as well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I didn't see it. But bowl accounts, judging by their their call, that he sort of set it up, stirred up the pot. Yeah, and John Jones hates Bisping now as well because Bisping just don't care, does he? He'll ask whatever he wants to ask. Yeah, rightly so. Like you of course. can't expect easy questions. You see, John Jones when he was having a go at the reporter woman. Yeah, and I thought she was asking a kind of reasonable question there. Like you're sitting there, kind of bullshit us that this doesn't matter. It's that just shows to me that he's just in the wrong. Yeah, he is guilty as sin. Otherwise, you'd you'd answer the question, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think um, if you were that innocent, you'd be so much more remorseful looking. And be like, this is this is bollocks. I shouldn't. This shouldn't be moved. I am absolutely innocent. This this shouldn't be the case. Yeah. Rather yeah. than saying, yeah, I took those steroids last time. It's still in my system. But I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a topic. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, big up Smith. Hopefully he gets it. Yeah, I hope, I hope he does. I can't see it, though. I mean, struggle past. Ozdemir. But that has, like, he looked a bit dodgy gas tank-wise in that. But like we say, if he can get it done in the first round, Yeah. happy days. Yeah, exactly. What else you got? Usman uh, against Woodley? Well, that's on the uh, below Jones and Smith, isn't it? Yeah, same card, if that all goes ahead. <clears throat> what so do you reckon of this one? Well, I, I thought Colby should have got the shot, to be honest. Maybe he's talked himself out of it a little bit. He was the interim champ. So, for me, he should be getting the shot. Um, I look at this one, and I think the UFC thinks we hate Tyron Woodley, essentially. <laughs> Usman's got a better chance of beating him. So, whatever we have to do to remove Woodley from the picture, we're going to do that. We'll throw Usman in, leapfrog him above Colby, Colby rather. But still, I think Woodley uh, beats him. I, I, yeah, I completely agree. 
but it's not like Usman's going to sell you t- more tickets than Woodley, is it? That's what I mean. I don't think they're looking to make money here. I think they're purely just, let's get rid of Woodley. Yeah, like him or not, Colby's been done over here, hasn't he? Like Definitely, over. yeah. Yeah. Why? We'll get into interim titles a bit later on, but what's the point? What's the point? We were saying earlier, isn't it? Um, yes, Usman looked very impressive against RDA, but Colby softened him up for him. Colby Gave did it first. the game plan, and uh, Usman's got in there, adopted the same game plan, and got a title shot off the back of it. Yeah. Through the back door. Don't get me wrong, I think Usman's got a better chance of beating Woodley than Colby, but that's not the point. Well, that's not how you like a, a sport should work, no, really, is exactly. it? If you're handing out interim titles and right, you're number one. <clears throat> they need to go these interim titles, or at least adopt some kind of standard practice for them. If someone's inactive for a year, interim title. Yeah, that's the rule. Not. And then you get a uh, title shot immediately when the channel's back. Something like that. None of this. Yeah, not just, can you give me an extra couple of months so I can uh, sort my injuries out. Exactly. No, <laughs> we're not going to. Yes. Oh. But yeah, Usman, you're going to say yes to a title shot. It's not, nothing on him at all. No. Colby's no. been done over. Seems like Woodley's trying to be sort of done over as well. I don't know if there's some kind of internal beef. Certainly seems to be an internal beef with Colby as well. He's pissed them off somehow, yeah. somewhere down the line. But uh, I think yeah. Woodley gets it done, to be honest, either way, though. He's a better version of Usman, I think. I think, yeah, I agree. But you, you always seem to mention how good a tactician he is. Does it again? Yeah, he makes people come and take the title off of him. You've got to take it from him. And that means you've got to get in close. That means you risk getting uh, KO'd. Yeah, KO'd and... Obviously, Usman's got better takedown, defence and till and all that. And I still think Woodley, if he wants to, he'll take it down. Yeah, I think so. He's got that sort of low sense of gravity. He's smaller, like height-wise, and he's just powerful. Yeah. An easy night's work, I reckon. Oh, yeah, I think it's... It just doesn't make sense in this era where they're trying to sell pay-per-views when you've got one ready-made in Colby and Woodley. Yeah, doesn't something doesn't marry up there, really, no. does it? It's a bit odd. You're trying to throw in your titles on people and sell these big pay-per-views and you've got one ready-made. It's like they don't want Woodley to be a star. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. Which doesn't make any sense because... He sells the company pay-per-views and earns their money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, something isn't adding up there. I don't know. Maybe someone's got some dirt on someone. I don't know. uh, Talking of Colby's... There's links with him fighting Till in London. I can't, I can't see it personally, why he would do that. No, I don't know why he would do it. I think he's, well, he's, he's, he's talked a lot and he said, I want the title shot. So I don't think it would do his uh, image too much good if he then said, okay, sod that, I'll fly to London for you and fight an absolute killer in Darren Till for no title. He does say a lot of things, though, that he don't follow through on. Yes. When I'm true. face to face with Joe Rogan, I'm going to do this, that, and the other, and he's all up, smiles and kisses when he sees him. So True. But uh, I'd love to see that. If we could get tickets, even better. But yeah. I, I don't think he's going to do that. No, I don't I think, think so either. I think he's going to try and fight the winner of Usman and uh, Woodley, and rightly so. Yeah, he might as well. Makes sense. Yeah, Woodley's sort of alluded to that he wants to beat Usman and then beat Colby a month later. So, what do you reckon Till gets next? He, on Instagram last night, he was giving it the II emojis, O2 London, 
blah, blah, blah. Well, that's it. You mentioned that this morning. You mentioned Leon Edwards puts, I think, similar out as well. At a similar time. So I think they're going to main event it. That's my little prediction. Yeah, I think that's a decent shout. I think it's a shame to have two Brits go up against each other and maybe eliminate one or the other. But, I mean, at the end of the day, that's not that important, really, is it, where you come from. If you're, if you're kind of on a similar level, it makes sense, then you make the fight. I think it's a good fight. Leon Edwards got good record, good solid body of work behind him. Obviously, they both beat uh, Cerrone. Maybe a bit of a yardstick, possibly. I think if Till was anything like he was previously, and if he's made any kind of improvement, I think Till probably gets that win there, if I'm honest. Yeah, I think it's good for Leon Edwards in terms of name and stature and main event. If he wins, he's right in there sort of thing. But I think you're right, if that is made, I think Till does beat him. Doesn't really do much for him, though, I don't think. I don't think many people know who Leon Edwards is outside no. of the UK. So... That's the only sort of question mark over whether this fight's made and if Till's going to take it. Obviously, money plays a part in it. He might get paid handsomely. Yeah, we're obviously only speculating, but if that is made, I think Till does win. But it's a huge opportunity for Edwards if, he, if it is made. Yeah, that's it. On the, on the other hand, if Edwards beats Till, kind of hurts Till massively, but suddenly Edwards <coughs> is uh, the next prospect. Yeah, but um, obviously he's got a loss to Usman, so that could hold him back. But oh, we'll wait and see for that one. That's, that should develop in the next coming days, I hope. Yeah, that... well, it's coming around pretty fast, isn't it, that London card? So they'll have to uh, make some announcements before they uh, put the tickets on sale, at least, it would have thought. Well, last year there was uproar because True. no main event had been announced before tickets, so hopefully they're trying to sort of rectify that and actually get a card put together before tickets go on sale. Not that it stops any ticket sales not being sort of Tickets not being sold. Mm, yeah, well, they always sell out regardless of a main event being announced. But because there's so few cards over here in the UK, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But for respect to the fans, you'd hope they get at least a main event. You'd hope so. It makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. But I think I think they were pushing for the Bisping one last year, and I think that might have delayed it. Till was injured, but they're trying to get him in. Ended up with a doom, didn't they? But yeah, that'd be a cracky main event. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. A few scousers and some brummies down. Yeah, a bit of a bit of a uh, good atmosphere to say the least. Yeah, yeah. No, that'd be good. That'd be good. But um, yeah, it's looking quite good that London card. It is actually, yeah. It's rumours wise, and I think it coincides with the rise of sort of British MMA at the moment. It's yeah. not like um, you're having to pluck people out of maybe lesser organisations. Mm-hmm. You got some ready-made British fighters in the UFC at a good level already. So it's like the, the home support part of it, as well as the, the quality is there as well. Yeah, there'll actually be some title implications off the back of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. just a bunch of English fighters fighting for their own crowd under the UFC banner. Yeah. Like Wood wins, he's right in the mix. If uh, Edwards or Till wins, whoever wins that is in the mix. Yeah. Um, Might throw Manor on there, and if he gets a win, that could really start his push. Yeah, bit of a long shot. One but more go at it. Yeah. yeah, puts his name back in there. Um, who else said Gustafson said he wants to fight Anderson there, didn't he? Yes. So that's another huge name. Yeah, obviously not British, but Gustafson's a massive name in Europe and yeah. in Britain. I, I was surprised at that. I thought he would seriously consider retirement, but it's the fighter in him, the Viking in him, isn't it? Yeah, so I think I, so. I'll get back in there. I need to start shaking my title credentials I think he's disappointed with that performance yeah and, and you would be wouldn't you really I think it meant a lot to him so does that wrap up the news I think that does for now I think it does I mean 
been a while since we last spoke, so I think fights have been made that we've probably... Glossed over a bit. Yeah. yeah. But in terms of recent news that hasn't really been covered, I think that does cover it, mate. Sweet. So if we have a look at this weekend, another cracking card. First one of the new year. First one on ESPN, I think, for all that means. Doesn't really affect us <laughs> over here. Doesn't, well, yeah, I have no idea. Maybe they'll have so, some yeah. uh, new graphics, some new layout, but, you yeah, know, don't really care. I think ESPN's like a bigger name. I don't know, perhaps it's like the equivalent of Sky Sports. Like yeah, maybe, but, yeah. Not for us to really worry yeah, about. I, I couldn't care less. No, <laughs> so it's USC Fight Night, one four three, uh Brooklyn Barclays Centre in uh, New York. Yeah. So we've got a big main event, super fight. Yeah, I like this one. Yeah, it's a Hulo against TJ Dillashaw at uh, Flyweight, which might be the uh, main factor, you think, here? I just, I just see that picture of TJ, and even when he fights in a bantamweight, he just looks like he can't lose any more weight. He just looks shredded, six-pack all over. Yeah. And he posted a picture the other day, and he was shredded, and it was like, what, three weeks out, two weeks out? I just... I think he might even struggle to make the weight. I was saying to you earlier, if anyone's going to make it, though, it's going to be him. He's professional. He's got all the size behind it. And he probably will make it. But I just think, what's he going to be like? Will he be as dynamic? Yeah. Get someone who's, who has admittedly struggled to make a weight before in Cejudo, but has fought there numerous times and beat the best ever at that weight class. I don't know. It's just a caveat to the whole situation. I think TJ would destroy him at bantamweight, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. But fly away is a question mark. I think you're right. I think it's a question mark. I think he will make it, but how much will losing that extra one or two, that last one or two pounds, how much will that affect him? I think, like you say, professional, from what you can see, he's put a lot of thought into this, uh, into his, not a weight cut, but like a weight loss, just to bring him back down to a, to a lower weight to start with and then do it a little bit more sensibly. So it looks like it's gone about it the right way. Mm. But at the same time, like you say, he got down to uh, the bantam weight, a little bit of a struggle, looked shredded. Now you're getting back down to fly weight. It's just not your optimum peak level, is it? That's not where you are best. So it could be interesting. I expect TJ to get it done. I expect him to make weight. I expect him to get a win. I probably expect him to get a finish, if I'm being honest. Okay. Maybe a bit out there, maybe he won't have that power at that lower weight, but Kenza Hudo, what's he going to do? He's going to try and take him down, isn't he, for 25 minutes? Well, yeah, I think, I don't think he's going to want to stand with him, is he? Uh, it's a tricky one, purely. What sells it to me is the fact that he's never gone down that extra £10. £10 when you're that small anyway, it's just... It's a lot. A lot, isn't it? It's a lot. Well, it's like, what is it, almost 10% of his entire body weight there? About 8%. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, bit, a, yeah. it's a big, uh, big amount. Yeah, it's like a forearm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. But I expect, yeah, Dillashaw to get the win. I reckon about third or fourth round. And then I think he's going to call out Max Holloway and go up to 45 and try and get all three belts. That's that's my, uh, reckon, yeah. that's my prediction, yeah. I do like that. Um I think he's got some work to do at Phantom weight still, personally. But I would love to see him call out Max, and I think they would make it. I think they'd make it, yeah. I, I can't see him getting past Max Holloway, though. Too, too big, isn't he, Holloway? He's about, when they're walking around, probably about 50 pounds different. <laughs> yeah. It? Yeah, probably not far off that, but... How many forearms is that? <laughs> Quite a few, yeah. Five forearms, bigger than him. But I think, um, I think that's probably what TJ's after. 
Yeah, and I think yeah, Breezy's going down there. Yeah, get three, get the three. And I think just the the whole build up to that, the whole aura around that, the sort of the the goal, yeah, as it is to to do that and, and believe you can do that. I think it'll be a good spectacle for most part of this year. And even and say he wins on Saturday and does do that, even absolutely nothing to lose. You can't lose if you're going up a weight class. No, yeah. To see Max Holloway, who's probably a lightweight. So it's win-win for him. But um, yeah, we've no idea what's going to happen with his belt afterwards. Flyweight. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably... Well, I mean, if, if Cejudo loses... It's definitely over. It's got to go, isn't it? Because obviously TJ's not going to hang around. No. So then what you're going to do, just throw in a, a title fight against Cejudo, have you go fight someone else to try and win it back again? Yeah, it's just, yeah, I think it's the end. Talking of, talking of belts, actually, I just wanted to, I've just remembered, sorry, I just completely cut you off. No worries. What was that belt promo all about, by the way, at 232? Yeah, well, they were going to make an announcement, weren't they? Yeah, and, no, uh, nothing, I am not going mad, am I? I saw nothing. Nothing come of that at all, and no one's even talking about it. <laughs> no, no one's even said, because of the Pico Graham stuff. Yeah, it's glossed over it. And Nunes winning and all that, everyone's just completely... Brushed it under the carpet and like, I, I was, yeah, I don't know. Well, what was, was it? There was no new belt. There was no new weight class announced. There was no new fight announced for a belt. And there was no sort of acknowledgement that that was just a promo for there being a title fight, just generally. And they don't normally do that, do they? No, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was just. Yeah, there's, a, there's a title fight coming up, yeah. <laughs> which we all know <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every month. Yeah, so. no, it's, yeah. A, it's a good I question. Like, yeah, I just thought, yeah, just talking to the Bel Air, so it reminded me. No yeah. idea. No what idea. was that all about? I don't know. I just want someone to say, yeah, this is what it was. We just glossed over it because no one gave a shit because of this John Jones stuff. And like I say, maybe some, maybe we've missed it, but I haven't seen anyone ask Dana or ask anyone saying, oh, by the way. What was that little promo about? That you like, did anything happen? Like, I haven't seen uh, anyone mention it at all. It was too much to talk about, wasn't it? Yeah, possibly. That's the, that's the reason. It's such a non-starter this promo anyway that perhaps people even forgot that. But yeah, I thought I'd throw it in there. Back, back to flyaway though. Back to flyaway. It'll go right. It'll have to go when it's a shame. But DJ's gone already. So Hudo loses. That's the next best. The only man to beat him in recent times, at least. So why 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 would you carry it on? He struggles to make that way anyway. So yeah. he, he's going to go up, I think. Yeah, I think so. Pettis has already gone up. Uh, that just leaves Benavidez down there, name-wise. I think he's on the card as well. Benavidez is fighting this weekend, yeah. But, yeah, he signed a new deal, I think. So, does he move back up? Why, why do you sign a new deal if you get rid of your division? So Yeah, I don't know. It's just an odd one. Isn't it? I would say maybe they're just going to have some flyweight fights. And no just, real and, yeah, and just, reason. But that doesn't make sense because they'll be like, well, I might as well fight for the title. Like, you might as well throw yeah. a title in there and we'll fight for that. Unless you're earning serious money, you don't fight to not aim for a title. <laughs> no, no you wouldn't have thought so, no. But yeah, strange one. I, I'm going to pick Cejudo in there. Oh, yeah. because of the weight issue. Yeah. And uh, I think Cejudo's mindset is so strong. Olympic champ. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got that in him, uh, skill-wise and the feet, and he's improving, but nowhere near to the level of TJ. But I just think I don't know. Could he drag him into them later rounds? And possibly. You, he's an he's an unknown quantity. Yeah, it's not definitely not impossible. I mean, I'll, I'll favour uh, TJ myself just for his body of work. Yeah, 
No, if you had a gun to me, I'd probably pick TJ purely because, like you say, his body will work and who he's beat and how good he's looked doing it. But it's just, I wouldn't be putting too much money on it purely because I've never seen him lose an extra £10. Yeah, exactly. I think once the weigh-ins come around this Friday, might have a little bit of a clearer idea and it, it could definitely be an issue. How many times have we seen someone look shit because they're in a weight class below? Yeah, yeah, often. Uh, Anthony Johnson, uh, Chiesa, then they go up and they just look amazing. Yeah, definitely. So Yeah, it will be yeah, interesting. Yeah, be that's, interesting. that's what's keeping me interested in that fight. Otherwise, I think it'd be a cakewalk if it was a fandom. Yeah, I like it, like it. So we look at, currently, I think I'm going to look earlier, the co-main event is this uh, Greg Hardy, geezer. Against uh, Crowder. Um, it's Greg Hardy's 3 0. I think he's been fighting on uh, whatever Dana White's looking for a. Contender. Whatever they're called, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, Crowder's been in the UFC for a few fights. Lost to Justin Willis, got knocked out last time. I don't really care. I, I don't understand why it's co main event. I mean, maybe maybe it's going to get moved, but it makes no sense to me. It's just bad press. I mean, they say all press is good press or whatever, but. Yeah, not really interested if I'm being honest. Nah. I, I hope Greg Hardy loses. That's the only reason I think people will watch. Like, we, we don't know really who, I don't know really know who Greg Hardy is. I only know him because of his exploits. Misdemeanours. Misdemeanours. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know why they're giving him the time of day. Even if he got cleared of it, yes, everyone deserves a second chance. But why would you take a risk as a huge company? Bit to get a sort of stain on you like that. Yeah, especially throwing him like main event, uh, co-main event yeah, as well. Clearly grooming him to contend for some kind of title. Right? Yeah, which I don't think he will ever do. No, I think you'll get to a certain point. If you're an athlete at that level, you're going to get quite far, and then you're just going to come across somebody who's been doing martial arts and <laughs> wrestling since they were a kid, and now they're just fucking schooling. Yeah, I would have thought so. Which people will want to see. We were saying earlier, I'd love to see him fight Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis has just put a beating on him. Yeah, and call him out for his look, bullshit as well. Jokes, comments that he yeah, might doing. Yeah, yeah, he won't give it. That's yeah. So if he wins, just throw him against the walls, then get beat. But aside from that, I don't know who Crowder is. No, I don't. I'm real interest in it. And I expect it to be a squash match in under sixty seconds. Yeah, I would have thought so. So move on from that one. There's a lot, lot more, more interesting, better fights on here. The one before that, we've got Gregor Gillespie against Yancy Medeiros. So Gillespie's from New York, fighting in his hometown. 12-0, looked very impressive, some good wins. Yancy Medeiros, the Hawaiian sort of warrior, that kind of a Hawaiian style. Yeah. Bit of a brawler, always in entertaining fights. So I think this will be a cracking fight. I think it's uh, Gillespie's biggest test so far, if I'm being honest. Medeiros lost to Cerrone last time, but he's beat uh, Alex Oliveira and people like that of that ilk in the past. Uh, but I think probably Gillespie gets the win. I think it continues on his uh, on his sort of form with this one. Yeah, he's next gen, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's one to seven to win this. One, well, that tells so a story. I, I think he's a safe bet. He's really impressive. I'll probably get a really big name next because he's lightweight. But uh, I wouldn't be putting any money on that at one to seven in MMA. No, like yeah, no, it's not worth it, is it? <laughs> but I think but, uh, yeah, that just shows you how highly thought of he is and how good he is. Yeah, definitely. Dragon gets it done. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's probably a fight of the night contender. Yeah. And I think Gillespie probably gets it done, finish, TKO, late, third round, I'd say, maybe start of the third round, finishes it. Yeah, I think he'll get it done. Don't know how, though, but a safe bet. 
Shall we say? Yes, definitely. So another one before that. Speaking of the flyweight division, you mentioned him, Benavidez, up against Dustin Ortiz. Interesting fight, like we say, we don't know where this is going to go with the title, but I think uh, Benavidez is probably sort of the next best in that division there, if you look at what he's done in the past especially. He's beaten Cejudo before yeah. at the end of 2016. Uh, Dustin Ortiz, not much momentum behind him at the moment particularly. So I expect Benavidez to win, probably a decision. Yeah, I struggle to sort of really get myself up for this one, if I'm honest. I think it's probably due to the fact you know there's no end game for it. Yeah, exactly. But is he going to get a hard shot? No, there's no belt on oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, Why bother him, really? Yeah, in a way. That, but he ain't looked that great either recently, Benavidez. No, he hasn't. Since he's come back, so... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not overly keen for that, but you're probably right. Benavidez will probably win. Okay. And then we've got another much-hyped uh, fight. Many people have been talking about this one, not for the necessarily all the right reasons or the usual reasons. Paige, Paige Van Zandt against Rachel Ostovich. Oh, yeah. Bit of a comeback for Van Zandt. She's been out injured for a little while. Ostovich, bit of an average record, 4-4. Four and four. Hasn't really beaten anyone of any note. Mm. It's a bit of an odd match to make. I don't want to be too uh, predictable, but it is almost like they try to pick the best looking fighters and put them up against each other is that that's just wrong? if it is the case it looks like that or they're trying to get Van Zandt a win and the person she's fighting just happens to be really attractive yeah, maybe could be a coincidence I mean if if the best looking people were main eventing or main cars in the UFC me and you would be Conan main every time <laughs> so where's my phone <laughs> That's what I want to know. Yeah, fair point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the route they're going down. Yeah. So, it, yeah. I think Paige Van Zandt walked through it. Yeah, so do I. I've never seen her fight, but I've looked at her record. Ostovich. Ostovich, yeah. yeah. Never heard of her before this. Thought no one, really, is she? No. Nah. And then, just to, I think you get to beat now, and to rub salt in the wound, Greg Hardy's going to get a win later. I know, yeah, it's hard, isn't it? But I guess it creates a, a, a narrative, if you will, a bit of a story there. So. What, the, the UFC uh, are behind winners? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> quite up. possibly. It's, yeah, it's just a, a very strange conversations have been going on in boardrooms, it seems, and no one's speaking up. Or... I think the UFC almost see themselves as this entity that is separate from everything else. They're kind of just to the side, and then all these narratives that are going on are going on separate to them, and it's not connected to them at all. How do you mean? Like, like oh, there's uh, a domestic violence victim on here fighting on the same card as a domestic violence abuser, and they don't, the UFC, for whatever reason, don't see how it gets linked back to them. It's like, we're separate from that. This is all just going on. Yeah. And if we can create a story and a narrative, then that's great. But it's like, well, no, actually, UFC, you're what we all know, you're the ones behind it. So I think yeah. it makes them look bad. I don't know, maybe I haven't articulated that very well. But no, it makes sense to me. It, yeah, it just, uh, it's, it's just strange. Strange. It's almost like they've realised they cock up too late and sticking their heels in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Down. To blow over, which it will. It will. Definitely uh, will. It always does. Especially if Osovic loses, you won't really hear of her. No, Again, she'll, will she'll, get, she'll get cut. Though. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Proper shat up. Yeah, yeah, big time. <laughs> so, yeah. Which I, I, I think Paige Van Zandt will get it done. I think she's, people would say, oh, she's been jumped up too soon because she's attractive, but she's a decent fighter, Paige Van Zandt, and yeah. she's, uh, I think she's, I think she was on Sharp the other day, and she's been working hard, she's been trying out new things, going to new camps, learning new skills. She beat some good people. 
she's lost to the top tier. I think Paige gets this done fairly easily. Yeah, you can't question her heart as well. Like yeah, exactly. Fight she's been in, just clad it all over her dish, just pushing through it, and she's a warrior. However nice she looks, yeah, outside of the cage, definitely. I think she gets it done. Yeah, I don't know. Is this a flyweight or flyweight? Yeah. So the only worry there is that because it's so thin that division, Paige wins. Beats one more maybe, yeah, and then runs into a Shevchenko, and then you're looking at another beating. Yeah, definitely. The problem is divisions. They need to. I think they need to build them up before they create a title. Do you not think? I would say yes, but then can you have a division without a champ? I suppose you can. Doesn't look great. I suppose. No, I suppose not. I don't say no. Yeah, I think yes. that makes sense. Otherwise, unless you've got like one six five, you've got ready-made 165ers but just currently fighting another division. Yeah, or you... So you can just sort of put them in. You but know. you announce it as a kind of tournament style. Yeah. Say for a year, you're going to be in like, I don't know, 32-man tournament knockout style and there will be a belt at the end of it. Yeah. Maybe that's the way to go if they put a little bit more foresight into opening these new divisions in the future. Yeah, they're just obsessed with not doing tournaments outside of tough these days. Yeah. So... But so yeah, I reckon Van Zandt's get the win there. Van Zandt gets it done, I reckon. Who else have we got? We've got Glover, who's meant to be fighting someone else. They pulled out. He's up against Carl Roberson now. Roberson, that name rings a bell. Yeah, big Jack Marshman last time. Ah, uh, is it mm. first pod? Yes, yes, that was it. That's yeah, what I yeah. yeah. So seven to one, decent record. Uh, Glover's been on a bit of a win one, lose one, win one, lose one for his last six fights. Uh, so on that basis, I've been very logical about this. Win one, lose one. He lost his last one, which means he must win this one. Well, out of here first. <laughs> what results? What results? But, yeah, I, I can't remember. I remember Marshman looking tough as nails, taking a beating, and mm. him looking quite crisp on his feet. He was kickboxing yes. champion, was he? Yeah, he, he did. And Glover is a striker, very good boxer. So, yeah, I think you've got a very good chance, Roberson. Yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Glover just because of my maths that I've just yeah. worked out there. Yeah, no, analytics, mate. <laughs> going to get it done for you. And then we moaned, or I moaned, about having uh, Greg Hardy's co-main event. For me, that's emphasised by having uh, Cerrone against Alex Hernandez closing out the, the prelims. Closing out the pre- This is a main event. This is a massive fight. And then Cerrone against Hernandez, a prospect against an absolute legend. Yeah, I think the, the thinking must be that they just want to get ratings for their prelim show, get people hooked in. They know it's going to be a, a barn burner, as they say. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, it makes sense what they've done in the past. Yeah. Um, this is a tricky one for Cowboy. Yeah, definitely. He always seems to struggle against these sort of young lions, so to speak. I mean, it's a massive step up for Hernandez if you look at his uh, his record. But, yeah, Cerrone does kind of struggle against these up-and-comers lately. I've looked at the odds. Hernandez is 1-2, to two, Fav. Cowboy 6-4. to four. Not too much in it, but clear favouritism towards Hernandez. He's only 2-0 in the UFC, and one of them fights was a, an early KO against Dariush. So I still think he's a bit of an unknown quantity. For that reason, I'm going to go with Cowboy. I think he looks best at 155. What's Hernandez like? Is he a pressure fighter? Does he put the pressure on early and things? I'm not too too much of him. If he is, Cowboy might struggle because we know he struggles when he's put under pressure. Yeah, as I say, I don't know too much about Hernandez. Big opportunity for him. 
I'd like to see Cowboy get a win. Too many people making a name off him in a minute. Yeah. And I wanted to sort of make a run himself, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. And he went as his 2.0 Cowboy after the Perry fight, and he's going for that title, so. Yeah, hopefully he does. I think. You've got to be guys like this if you're going to be going for the title. Yeah, you have, you have, yeah. I think, yeah. Hernandez, 10 1, 2 0 in the UFC. I don't know. I think he is a little bit of a pressure fighter. I mean, even if he's not, we now know that that's how you beat Cerrone. And he will put that into place, right? Yeah, I, I would imagine so, if he's got any sort of sense about him. Yeah. So I think Hernandez might, unfortunately, because I like Cerrone, I think Hernandez might get the job done here. Well, I've got a cowboy, but um, I have been wrong before. Yes. So have I, strangely yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So who else we've got Joanne Calderwood, she's fighting on here as well. Bit of a... Big up Jojo. Quite a large underdog, isn't she, against uh, Lipsky making a debut in the UFC? Yeah, reasonable underdog. She's 15 to 8 and Lipsky 4 to 11, so that's just over two and a half to one on. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's been fighting KSW, this Lipsky. Oh, obviously can't say I've seen her fight. That's a big promotion. Uh, I think it's Poland. Uh, sent out arenas, or it might be Russia. Yeah, quite a very big promotion. And I think she's been on a bit of a run there. Jojo, a bit up and down, looking for back-to-back wins now. She's a little bit. She's got the talent there, but never really seemed to get over the line. She's had some tough fights. Yeah, I mean, her record's only 12-3. to 3, 12 yeah. So I think she lost to Andrade. She's uh, lost against the sort of cream of the crop, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, I think she did have one disappointing loss of summer. She should have been. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, now nah, she's always she's got the talent there. Very good sort of Muay Thai style. And, obviously, we hope she gets it done. Yeah, Scotland. definitely. UK zone. Yeah. But uh, a tough ask, by all accounts. Tough ask. I think I'm that cold with her experience. Yeah, because, yeah, I have no idea what this girl's like. No, <laughs> so it's difficult to pick her, really, isn't she it? She might suffer under the pressure of being in the UFC. Don't know. No idea what she's like, mate. No, no, no. Uh, and then just, we've got uh, Bilal Mohammed against Jeff Neal on there. Not going to get into it too much, but I think it's one to look out for, for all you fight fans out there. Be a bit of a cracker. Jeff Neal got some good KOs behind him. Bilal, I think he's won like five or six in a row. Always entertaining, so that's definitely one to look out for there. There you go. All right, so it is the 13th of January. Can I go for a piss first? Yes, yes, go, go. Since <laughs> you mind. All right, so we're going to have a little look ahead to 2019. First podcast back in the new year. So we, uh, in our last episode, our Christmas special, we had a look at who we thought might be champs who might start making moves focusing on individuals I think now we're just going to have a little look more generally a bit of a witch list maybe uh, some predictions for where we uh, what we might see in the coming year so shall I start this one off go for it there's been a little bit of talk uh, Bisbing sort of spilled the beans a little bit about a new glove obviously that's been a it's been a bit of a bone of contention contention for a little while now lots of eye pokes uh, a lot of people, Rogan included, they've attributed that to the design of the current glove. So from what I've heard, and I'm not an insider, I'm sure many people have heard of this as well, we might be seeing a new glove. So I think that would be something interesting to see. And I think I hope are definitely a problem. And I think that's something that needs to be rectified, whether they do that with rules. I think one idea that's been muted is that... Uh, take, take a point away straight away. That's the only way I'd see it again. Result. I think that makes sense, yeah, but maybe maybe if they do bring in a new glove, that might help. So I think that's something to keep an eye out for. Yeah. I, what, what would it look like, though? I don't know. I guess it would just be a more more curved at the end, so it's almost... Like pride glove. Yeah, so it's more it kind of 
forces the thing forces to, you to keep them yeah pointing down yeah it's tough it's like you feel like it would have been made already if it was easy though yeah I, I, I'm sure it's not easy yeah so maybe they could do that and bring in that point deduction rule as well I think that's the the clear answer to it yeah accident or not like straight away yeah I would agree but yeah no, I'd love to see it anything to eradicate that just because it halts the action it's dangerous it's it steers the way a fight goes illegally yeah it changes the fight doesn't it so yeah all for it that got my wish list so not a wish as such but a bit of a prediction the light heavyweight heavyweight scene I think we're going to see a lot of uh, kerfuffle surrounding this this year. Kerfuffle. You've got plenty of people moving up to light heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. You've got plenty of people moving from light heavyweight to heavyweight. And then you've got DC, the current champ. You've got Kane coming back, who could be the rightful champ. They're not going to fight each other because they're bezzy mates. So then you've got Will DC fight John Jones. Will Brock come back? You've got uh, Rock Cole moving up. Can Anthony Smith defeat John Jones? Will John Jones stick around and then go up to heavyweight? Like I say, will that fight with DC happen? I think there's just, uh, like I say, some interesting uh, times ahead and no one really knows what's going to happen with that. Yeah, I think this Brock thing needs to be uh, nipped in the bud. Like They can't keep blurting it out. Yes, it will give Cormier some kind of big payday, which he rightfully deserves, but at the expense of the legitimacy of the sport? Yeah. Not so much. I no, think. no, no. So I think... Yeah, got to get him out of the equation. Particularly now Kane's back and then John Jones is back. Yeah, Francis is on a bit of a come-up as well now. Yeah, that'd be interesting. They'd probably have a better idea after that fight, right? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, so I think, yeah, like you say, get rid of Brock. Maybe make it a bit more legitimate. Have proper fighters fighting against each other. But still, even if you take Brock out, it's still a bit of a mess there. Because DC's going to have to retire before Kane has a go. Will he fight John Jones? Will someone make a move a lot heavyweight while Jones is there? Or if Jones moves up, someone's going to have to come to the fore in that division. Got Johnny Walker in there. Oh, yeah. Johnny Walks. Yeah. Future champ. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I think it's just interesting to see how this plays out over the next year. Can I throw another name into heavyweight? Throw it in. Yeah, I, I'd like to see uh, Rumble come back at heavyweight. Johnny Rumble, fight, Johnson. Fight Garner. Fighting Garner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, he'll have to sort of lay off the uh, whatever he's been taking. Yes. I reckon back end of the year I'd love to see Rumble versus Ngarno oh, who, who wouldn't like to see that imagine that I think he'd have a few picograms that he might need to remove from his system like you mentioned they're allowed these days well true yeah maybe maybe, maybe he doesn't need to get rid of them but uh, no I think that'd be on my wish I think he will come back as well well there was talk there has been talk obviously there's a lot to be said about his mental toughness is it I don't really want to say that but like how he sort of reacted sort of mentally in them DC fights yeah and he, that second one there was there for the taking it felt like yeah DC yeah and he said um, he's not a fighter he's just good at it yeah which I mean why would you then come, come back. back to fighting yeah well maybe, maybe it's more of a wishful thinking yeah I mean it has been spoke about it's, you know, I don't think you pluck that completely out of thin air and, we'll, and hopefully we'll get that Jones and Rumble fight that never took place yeah definitely but, and, and Rumble can win at any moment, really, can't he? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. But at heavyweight, when he's just built like a brick shit house, would, loads of matches I'd love to see there. Yeah. Lewis, Ungaro. Exactly. Who else is up there? Steve Pace still in the mix, hasn't fought for Steve a, forever. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see where those two divisions in particular go. 
Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because we were saying earlier about, before we started recording, about uh, if you're DC, do you try and get that Jones, so say Jones and they had made the Jones heavyweight fight, do you take it or do you not take it, having lost to him twice, but have over him that you've been heavyweight champion? If Jones then beats him for the heavyweight belt, 0-3, I know, it'd break your heart, wouldn't it? Ever the heavyweight champion or the true light heavyweight champion? That's dangerous sort of territory, right? Mentally, yeah. Mentally, yeah, definitely, forward. definitely. And yeah, that's a tough one. But if he does win, if he does, that's the greatest moment in combat sports in my literally, yeah, yeah literally, over evil, yeah, yeah. So he's got a lot of thinking to do about that. That uh, DC. I'm sceptical whether Jones wants to go up though. He's very, very uh, poo-pooing it a bit, isn't he? Yeah, well, like he, he ain't got the balls to go up there. Yeah, maybe it's that. Maybe it's he's at his peak weight now. This is where his advantage is with his size at this weight. Well, he is a light heavyweight, isn't he? He makes it pretty handily. Yeah, yeah. But if he walks around at like two thirty or whatever, why not fight a heavyweight? I don't know, man. No, no, he's it's, not. Not he's not got much more to do at light heavy. I just don't know what I would do if I was DC. No, neither do I. He, it must be in the back of his head, like, shit, can I even beat this guy? It must be. He's only human. Yeah. He's lost twice. Worse off the second time round. Yeah. So it's got a bit of a uh, reversal to, to do there. I, I I would just lose my mind if DC done it. Though. Yeah. That is my prediction in our champions at the end of the year, so I'm going to stick with it. DC beats Jones, the ultimate revenge and call the event ultimate <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we want to see the uh, naming of events brought back yeah I want them to lose the numbers because it's, at least on the fight night it's the numbers 143 was it yeah it's impossible uh, I can up. remember event names like the pay-per-view ones if you said do you remember UFC 199 whatever you said do you remember fight night 57 I'd be like no no chance no. who was on that yeah no like, I agree the, yeah, bring back the names. I was looking, oh, going on the tangent here, but I was watching the Ice Man. I think it's called the Ice Age. It's the Chuck Liddell documentary on the 25 years of Fight Pass. Highly recommend it to anyone who's never seen Chuck Liddell fight, aside from the latest debacle, because he was an absolute killer. Brilliant documentary, but it just reminded me of the uh, the names of the uh, pay per views. It's on. It's, uh, it's on. Yeah, yeah, Tito, <laughs> I think it was. But uh, got to bring it back. What would you call uh, the James Gustafson one? Pico Grams. Pico Grams. <laughs> <laughs> Pico Grams, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Redemption. Yeah. Good versus evil. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, maybe don't bring it. <laughs> yeah, or at least don't make me a new pick the names. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've sort of thrown it on you anyway. Yeah. yeah <laughs> So what else have we got? I've got uh, 2019, we'll see the rise of 1FC. Yeah. I've seen they've already made some moves. They've got Alvarez, they've got um, DJ, they've got Misha Tate running things over there. They've got Brandon Vera, heavyweight champ. Rick Franklin. I, yeah, so I think they're going uh, to make some big moves. It's uh, free to watch. Download the app, watch it all on there. I've downloaded the app, haven't used it yet, but I've downloaded it. Yeah, so... It's very easy to download. That's it, and it's massive in Asia. When I was in Thailand, I, caught, I was in a, in a bar... Everyone else was getting pissed. I was sitting there watching One FC. On the, uh, oh yeah! I think it was a highlight. So it was like a replay, so it wasn't live. What's the uh, general feel of the events? And yeah, stuff? decent. It's yeah. Uh, pretty much bag on to your standard MMA event. What we're all used to. Standard was decent. 
they've got different sports, don't they? Then they do kickboxing and yeah, they've got a couple MMA of yeah different sections or however you want yeah. to call it. But and also they've got the weight thing on point, don't they? Yes, they've got the weight weight cut sorted. I think they're getting wider in as well. I want to say I don't know if I dreamt that or if I read it wrong. I think they're getting wider into. I don't know how that's going to screw them over. <laughs> yeah, so it might not benefit them, but I mean, yeah. if it's not as stringent as a USADA, USADA then it it could be a good thing. Yeah. But yeah, like I say, I think they're going to take plenty of flyweights over there. I think there's a, a couple of years ago, someone, I don't know who was running it, was saying they're going to be the biggest sort of fighting organisation in the world. People scoffed at it a little bit, purely because they're, I think, in the Western world, it's the UFC and nothing else, but people forget how big Asia is and no, no. how much viewership they've got. I believe it was an average of 11 million people watching per event. It just blows Mind the blown, UFC yeah. out of water. Now yeah. you've got a crossover. The only thing I could think of is time difference now that might screw them over, but who cares if you're getting 11 million views? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think they're going to be, yeah, make a, become a real dominant Stage force. Stage North County's over there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So like I say, I think it's becoming a real legit option and you don't necessarily have to run your mouth to get in over there. You just, it's more no. of a skill-based... Oh, well, they, they, they're not going to understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, so that helps. <laughs> so, yeah, that, you're going to see the best of the best find the best in old-school tournaments. And, like, yeah, nice throwback to sort of Asian martial arts and things. I'm yeah. well up for seeing it. Yeah, no, I think we will. Yeah, nice. Good shout, that one. Do you want to throw something in? Uh, I haven't really got anything that's not a bit too obvious in there. I've got Khabib and Tony. It's got to happen. Got to happen, isn't it? 2019. I don't think it's going to. I think they're going to do Khabib and Conor again for some ridiculous reason. Money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. I think lots and lots and lots of people will be pissed if that is the case. It's just too many sort of signs on Instagram I've seen. Khabib showing a picture of him choking Conor. Khabib, uh, Conor saying he's coming back. I just don't get it. I oh, know, we've got to see Khabib Tony though, haven't we? If we, if we? if we never see the Khabib Tony fight, uh, it just break my heart, really. <laughs> it will. It's like, how can you not see that? Why is, you need Tony to... Tony needs a shot. An- another one, interim title, don't mean anything. Yeah, yeah. But what, what would you say if they did Max Tony to appease you? No, I mean, it'd be a good fight. I'll definitely watch it. It'd be an all-time classic, but I don't really see the point. it's not going to help us find out who's the best no. way currently. Right? And why would Max step up to fight for not a title? Unless he but just says... another one contender fight, isn't it? Yeah, unless he says, right, I'm literally, I am just moving up now permanently. And then you get a number one contender and then, mm. then fight for a title. But uh, there's only one fight I want to see there. You have just mentioned it. So they haven't sorted out the Khabib-Connor thing yet, have they? No, I don't think that's sorted yet. So what was that? Like four months ago, that's going to get backdated, say the ban for a year, say the fight again in September. Will Tony wait that long to fight again? I would think Tony would want to fight. Before that? No, I think so. If he gets beat, that's it. Yeah. And he can get beat by anyone because he gets dropped. Every time, <laughs> <laughs> granted, he gets up and does the same to you tenfold, but yeah, he could easily get beat. Yeah, one of these times you're not going to get up. I'm forgiving, isn't it? The sport, yeah, definitely. Gonna, yeah, I don't know. They've got to make it next. And if I think uh, uh, Dana said, could be kind of, he'd like to see 
I think it's so that, frustrating. I know, and the thing with Connor, you could throw him in against anyone, and it's going to make money. If that's what they're using Connor for, which they are, pay per view buyers and money. You don't need to give him the title shot as a rematch that he doesn't really deserve. He has fought out something. Mm. Who cares? I, I, I don't care. Just in any other division, any other person who got beat that easily would have gone in a rematch. But I understand how it works. It's all about money, isn't it? And they've got to milk the cash cow while he's still in his prime. Yeah, of course. But I don't know. Yeah, Khabib and Tony, that's on my wish list. Yep. Yeah. What else you got? Talk back. Coming on the uh, Tony thing, again, an interim title, general practice. They're not going to get rid of them. So it's pointless putting that on my wish list. Well, I actually thought there might be less interim titles now in the future, just because we all know they're bullshit. All the fighters are calling it out and saying it's bullshit. That won't stop them. No, I'm sure it won't. But yeah, like you say, a bit of a structure would be good. Yeah, I think if you're inactive, if the champion's inactive for a year, introduce an interim title. Whoever's the interim champion, when the champion comes back, they fight. That's... That should be the rule. It makes sense, doesn't it? But this Colby thing, it's just total nonsense. Yeah, it is. So yeah, definitely add that to the wish list. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing really more you can say about that. No, it makes sense, doesn't it? Why wouldn't you have a rule? It's a rule in a sport. (laughs) Yeah. It's like football, you wouldn't get stuff like that. It's, uh, okay, you've got to win the league to go up. But then... You win it and then you don't go yeah, up. Yeah, and then you just put second up and yeah. more popular. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just nonsense. No, of but course I, it is. I, I'm beyond being surprised at anything they do now. And I hope 1FC really pushes them to the edge. It'll wake them up their game. Yeah, hopefully. And Bellator as well. Yeah, so what else have I got on here? Cool. So I think we're going to see a, a new weight class or two. They're taking their time about it. Again, it's something that makes sense which they stray from, the UFC. But I think the UFC, we will see 165, maybe 195. I've got that here and on. I've got 165, 175, 195. I think they've got it really, haven't they? Especially now that more and more people are fighting, it's more and more condensed. If you look at uh, featherweight, it's not really in the weight range we're talking about, but that's locked up with Max. Lightweight, that's locked up with Khabib. Worldweight, that's locked up with Woodley. Mm. If they're so keen on titles, so keen on making money, and they believe titles lead to that, <clears throat> makes sense to just spread it out a little bit and give people a bit more of an opportunity. Plus, you get more super fights down as well. Woodley can win at three different weights. Yeah, I can't see him doing a one nine five this year because uh, you look how thin two o five is and one eight five isn't particularly stacked at the minute. True, but you can certainly build them up without having uh, a title there. You can catch weights one nine five that hadn't before yeah. years and years ago. Yeah. So maybe start with catch weights for 195 this year. Get your people who are in that in, in between a sort of area. I don't know who. Romero? Yeah. Rockhold? Rockhold, like yeah. yeah why people from a lower level. Yeah. Uh, 165, they could introduce it to, them, uh, to tomorrow. Yeah, of course they could. Yeah. It, would be, it, would, it would be full tomorrow as well. Yeah. With, with I, good time. I still stick by. They've got to do a tournament for it. They'll just do a one-off title then. I think uh, Aspirin will fight. Yeah. Trink. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, if he beats Lawler. If he beats Lawler, um, I think Aspirin fights, I don't know who, GSP or something, they'll probably bring him back. They're that stupid. <laughs> yeah. He'll, he'll beat, he'll beat uh, Aspirin and then Lee. fuck off. And then, oh, and the be like, Yeah, we're never going to let him fight again. It's like getting screwed over by the same bird. <laughs> Even though you're the one that invited him around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, yeah well, I, I can see it happening. 
I can saw Khabib versus uh, GSP, I can see, or Khabib versus Ashford. Something like that, a massive fight to kick off the... Yeah, maybe you get Woodley to drop down five pounds. Be tough for him, but... Oh, I don't know, can he? I don't know. I don't know if he struggles with the weight or what. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I think he'd clean up either would, way. Would you make of it them moving into 75? Or are you one of those sort of old school, want to keep it at 70? No, if you put in 165, make the 170, 175. Yeah. And then you pick, you pick your weight. No, a lot of people would sort of want to like to keep it as, as it is, but that just screws it over. Yeah, but you can't. 155, 165, 170... Yeah. And 175. Or, yeah. You get people who say, like, 163, 170, 170, 185. Yeah, I'm not sure if we need to go that deep. Yeah. That's screw up my OCD. <laughs> but I think, yeah, 165, 175, 185, 195, 205. 205, yeah. Maybe get a 225 in there. I mean, that, that won't be this year. No. But I think you can certainly start introducing. There's so much talent there that no one knows about. That's all it is. It's not like there isn't enough one nine fivers. What? So the world doesn't create people with that weight. Yeah. They're, there, they're just cutting too much weight or fighting above their weight class. Yeah, definitely. But they just no one knows about. If they just slowly do it. A sixty five, like saying, could do it tomorrow. I think we'll see it by the end of the year. But God knows who's going to be in that first title fight. No, no, but it'd be interesting to see, and uh, it's definitely something they could throw in. <clears throat> they pull their socks up and just do the right thing. Absolutely, man. But uh, who else have got you? I've got Darren Till move up to eighty-five or two hundred five. I'm of the the ilk. He could probably go straight to two hundred five. Probably, I think he's big enough. Yeah, he's big enough, and it's thin enough. Jones aside. Yeah, yeah, definitely. For him to make a few noises there. Yeah, I'm not sure about Till. I think. Uh, I kind of thought he would have been a um, middleweight by now. Yeah. Which makes me think: is he trying to uh, is he trying to clear each division out as he goes? He's still hanging around at one seventy. So, does he want another shot at the title there? Win that, go up to eighty five. Win that, then go up to two hundred five. I think that might be his thing. Maybe that's what he's thinking. He's always wanted to win three belts, hasn't he? Yeah. And once he's up, he's up. He's you're not going to go down again. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's just, has he learned enough to beat Woodley this time around? I mean, that'd be tough. Mm. Maybe he's got to play till Woodley loses. I don't see that happening anytime soon. Or just age catches up with Woodley. Yeah. He's not young. Yeah, or maybe Woodley leaves. He's mm. got plenty of other uh, things going on. Yeah. Let's wrap album, of I'll course. I'll beat ass. Yeah. <laughs> a regular on my uh, gym that's it. workout list. Yeah. I must look ridiculous listening to that <laughs> in the gym. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, go so yeah, maybe that will happen then. Maybe he can see Woody leaving for Till, win one seventy, move up, win one eighty five, and then go to his final weight of two oh five and cement himself there. Yeah. Well we we're talking about like he's got Leon Edwards next, we sort of assumed it, haven't we? He, he may well have a middleweight fight in London. Yeah, who don't knows? Know. Yeah, we don't know, do we? And who a middleweight could he fight? It's plenty there. Sort of like lower seven, eight, nine ranked. Yeah. Jacare, someone like that. I mean, he's, he's not that low, but decent fight. Yeah, I think it. I think it'd be Jacare. Yeah, so do I. To be honest. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's interesting to see how it'll play out. Yeah, it's definitely one to watch for this year. Yeah. What else you got? So, a little bit of a prediction. I think up to now, in the recent years, UFC MMA has been kind of dominated by kickboxers, Muay Thai strikers. If you look at Holloway. Uh, McGregor, 
DJ to an extent. Um, who else you got? Bisbing. And then uh, Whitaker. Kind of strikers, really, I would say. Yeah, currently. Yeah. 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 So I see it going in the opposite direction. I think we've already started to see it now, but I think I see uh, wrestling mainly, also BJJ, starting to come to the fore. I think we'll be looking at most champs in the next coming year will be wrestling-based, BJJ-based. Okay. So I think this kind of happens in sport. You have, um, if you take football, for example, uh, sort of Spain come through with their tick-attack of football and that's well-beaten. And then people come up with a solution to that. Germany plays slightly more expensive. They come through and then they beat that. And then it's up to someone else to pick out to beat that team or that star. I think you see something similar in uh, mixed martial arts. I think... uh, at different, a certain level of uh, kickboxers come through and the wrestlers and the, the boxers and the BJJ players, the judo players, they just can't figure it out. Then over time you work it out and then that gets overtaken by the wrestling. You sort of pick up certain techniques and that dominates the kickboxing. Then after a while the kickboxers keep up, catch up. So I see wrestling taking over. I think if you look at Askren, they finally swallowed uh, the pill there, taking a bit of the bullet there, brought him in. I think you might see a bit of domination there. Uh, I think if you look at sort of Ryan Hall, you look at Crown Gracie, you look at uh, Gary Tonin, BJJ players, they're doing big things. The Hill Hook sort of generation, if you will. Uh, then I had Death Squad. I think they're starting to uh, come through and I think their, their expertise in the BJJ, in the leg lock game, will be a little bit too much for these strikers to deal with for now. And I think they'll just have a little bit of an advantage over the strikers, so I think they might start to see them coming through and uh, taking over for a little bit. Yeah, well, it comes full circle then, really. So initially, obviously, it was BJJ, wasn't it? Gracie and all yes, that. Yes, yes. Then there was a big wrestling period, Matthews, etc., dominating. Yep. Tito Ortiz and all that. Then the strikers, and then you think it's going to come full circle? I think so. It? Yeah, I don't think it'll be the way forward forever, and I think eventually you might see. Uh, so once these wrestlers BJJ comes to the fore then you might get your sort of Chuck Liddell uh, type era come through the sport and brawl will eventually yeah. come back again but yeah for the next year I think it's going to be wrestling dominated jiu-jitsu dominated be interesting to see like the uh, hill hooks particularly yeah definitely because I think uh, you're not brought up in MMA gyms currently to learn how to sort of really stop that no like your stance is mainly to stop a takedown, not a flying hill. Hook. Yeah, exactly. So that's going to throw a spanner in the works a little bit. Yeah. So, but I yeah, I think you might be right. It's just make, and the transition can they make going over from jiu-jitsu to MMA with the strikes and stuff? Yeah, and of course, leg lock games, you leave yourself vulnerable to strikes. You can't kind of yeah. lie there hanging on to someone's leg while they punch you in the face. But I think if you look at the, the Danaher death squad, which... Uh, and people like that, they are coming up with solutions for it, and they might just be a little bit ahead of the game if they can get in there now while the time's right before everyone else picks Comes it up. up. Yeah. yeah. Do you think Ryan Hall could go far then? I, I think he could. I think we spoke about this earlier before we started. He could. With that level of skill, on any given Sunday, you can go in and rip anyone's knee off. Mm. Whether or not you're going to come up against a Woodley kind of artist, tactician type person who's just going to not play around and then knock your head off that could happen also yeah. but I think yeah on any given on any given day someone like Ryan Hall can be anyone because 
if you're not at that level of jiu-jitsu, how are you going to deal with that, really? BJ Penn couldn't deal with it. No, but I just think, say you come across someone like Jeremy Stevens, that's his weight class, isn't it? Yeah. If Stevens just sort of has easily found a way to sort of nullify that, Hall gets a serious, serious kick in, doesn't it? Definitely. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Definitely, so, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting in that sense, and uh, a matchups like that, I'd love to see, and I think it's a good narrative to paint before, uh, before these fights. Obviously, Gary Turner's doing well, but not, I'm not can't. So I've seen any of his fights, but he's won them all. Yeah. So and people at that level, at least, can't deal with it. No. So and that's like one of those two and oh, he's so he's only gonna get better. Yeah. You've got to imagine he's working and striking. Yeah, and even if you look at sort of Brian Ortega as a sort of a, a precursor to all that mm. devastating with his jiu-jitsu, but then also knocked a, knocked someone out as well, a legend in Frank Edgar. So. Yeah. It's, no. pos- it's possible. It's possible. No, it's just a little shout. You've been calling that hill era for a, for a number of months now. And uh, we're actually starting to see the fruits of his labour. So that's a very good shout. So we've got Ryan Hall champion at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. Barry Tonin and... Cron. Uh, Cron Gracie's going to come in. But he's got a fight in the UFC, isn't he? Yeah. Cron Gracie. Yeah. Be interesting. Yeah. And it's Caceres, I want to say. Yeah, I think you might be right. I think you might be right, actually. So, Which yeah, is an interesting matchup, yeah, actually. Yeah, very interesting. He's Hickson's son, right? Cron yes. Gracie. Yeah. Some Serious genes going on. Yeah, there. it is, isn't it? But uh, that's a very good shout. An unusual shout, but I like it. Nice. Yeah. What else you got? Anything else? Well, I think they're going to carry on with super fights. That's nothing new. I think they're going to still be interested in those. I think Cyborg probably leave. That featherweight division will, will go. I think that's about it for me. Yeah, I can't think of anything else, particularly that I'd love to see a British champion get a shot again. Not British champion get shot, British challenger get shot, I yeah. say. Can we see it too early for Nathaniel Wood, maybe? I can't see it this year. Slightly, and slightly I, I, too I early. Think, I don't think he'd expect to get one this year, but maybe 2020 might be the year. Yeah, I'd say only, only six months too early. Like, if he gets three fights in now, I think he's unranked still. Might be wrong, they might have updated it. But if he gets three fights in this year, that's probably enough to move him up to top five. So I think middle of 2020. If he carries on, he'll get a shot. Yeah, I just think there's quite a lot in front of him. Like, there is, Marais, yeah. Jimmy Rivera. Yeah. Cruz might be back by then. Munoz is fighting Garbrandt. Yeah. That 2 three, five. There's plenty ahead of him. So, I don't think he's going to get carried away. I think he needs to just work on his game. Judging by social media, he is. So, yeah. Maybe a bit too early this year for him. Till, on the other hand, probably... Only one or two away every time. I think, yeah, I think every single time he's one or two fights away from getting a shot, yeah. Yeah, he's one of them characters where people want to see him in a title fight. He seems to have crossed over well internationally. Yeah, definitely. And obviously he's got that Portuguese speaking in his back pocket. So, yeah, sort of Brazil cards or something like that. That's like joining up both sides of the sort of the audience, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just needs to get the Asian accent down and he's sorted yeah, worldwide. Yeah, exactly. But... Yeah, other yeah, than that. Brits. Well, you got Paddy Pimlet, needs to get a win under his belt and Cage Warriors mm. might be able to make he's not gonna contest for a UFC no, title. Get in there. Get in there at least, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Got Leon yeah, Edwards, maybe. he's still hanging around. Difficult oh, fight possibly if he fights Till, but he could yeah. he could make a step up. Manor, of course, would need to put a serious run together to sort of have a chance now. Yeah. You never know. Uh, Brad Pickett's fighting in bare knuckle boxing yeah, in the so March. That's the like, up, uh, in the go at the old soon. 
Just, I, I just, yeah, I don't want to see him get back in there, to be honest. Jiu-jitsu I'm happy with, but bare-knuckle boxing. While it would be entertaining, and he's clearly still got that fighter's instinct and wants to get in there. And be tough. Don't, you just don't want to put yourself in, in to put himself in that position, I don't think. Well, he's got, he's got a bit of a legendary status, a bit of a legacy behind him. Yeah. It would be a shame if he then went and lost one or two in bare-knuckle boxing. I mean, that's, it's completely different sports, I guess, so... But support him whatever he does. Yeah, fully behind him, um, aren't we? Support his decisions, of course. But, he knows uh, he knows himself better than we do. Yeah, so. of course. But just looking on, we yeah, it's just an interesting route to go. Then he was going to go and join ACB uh, MMA. Basically, into a fallen through. So that went. That sort of went south. That uh, return. So obviously, he wants to come back. He's still got the itch. Yeah. So he's coming back for that. Fair play to him, I guess. Yeah, no, fair play. But I just saw it last night, talking of sort of British fighters, I thought of throwing in there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, on that note, should we uh, wrap up for this one? Yeah, yeah. wrap it up, eh? Episode number nine, Split Decision UK. We're, uh, we're all over the place. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter, under that name. Listen to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, all your usual places. As always, thank you very much for listening. Uh, Please do get in contact with us if you can, if you want to. We kind of started this to uh, create a conversation with everyone out there, UK-based. Want to hear what you've got to say. We've ranted for uh, about an hour and a half now, so mm-hmm. if you want to get in touch, please do have your say. Uh, so we're getting this double figures next week, Joe. Serious stuff. Number 10 yeah. next week. Yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, we want to crack on this year. So big plans, but... Just, yeah, get in touch. We want to get the conversation going with fellow fans, fellow podcasters. Let us know what you think. And, uh, yeah, good to talk to you all. Definitely. So, <laughs> on that note, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. See you later. See you. Yeah.